0: What is up, everyone? You are listening to the Scoop and Score podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Herber, and today we are doing NFC East team previews. Uh, Last episode, we did probably the best division in football. Today, we are doing the worst. I mean Dumpster fire Dumpster fire Uh, To join me on these team previews I've got Cole Reha What's going on Cole? Not too much How you doing? Pretty good Not much has changed Uh, We are recording this uh, July 22nd um, Just a day after we did the NFC West ones But you guys probably won't hear this episode until next week Yeah we're just out here knocking them out You know Grinding man Grinding Um, First off we are going to start with a little bit of news that uh, me and Riha have talked about off air, but it is it is reported and seems legit that Texas and Oklahoma are in talks with the SEC right now about joining their conference. Um, bad for the Big 12. I think bad for... It's bad for all college football. My I opinion. think it's bad for the NCAA. It's gonna ruin it. It's like almost dividing it, I think. Yeah, I agree. It, it makes it seem like it's gonna be like maybe three conferences. Totally ruins the Power 5 dynamic. Like, I'm pretty open to change, but not this to, way. To this extent. Especially like, I mean, for all we know, they could be talking to Clemson too. Mm-hmm. Ohio State. I mean, they could just be trying to get one you know powerful conference and do their own thing make billions of dollars yeah and it's i don't know what the reasoning is for all of a sudden i mean obviously there's a lot of money involved in that but i don't know if the nil has something to do with it you know maybe they're worried like maybe smaller teams can attract different players because you know they can offer them more money or what the deal is yeah, uh, I was just about to ask you if uh, players getting paid do you think is a direct correlation to them wanting to move? Yeah, I think it's definitely up there with the money situation. Obviously, for the schools, and I don't know. I just don't like it. it kind of makes me feel uneasy about the future of college football. Mhm, and especially since our favorite team is in the Big Twelve, makes you think what's their next future. Uh, for people that don't know, we're Iowa State fans. Um, where, where do we go from here? Like, I don't know. It's a lot of uncertainty, and I don't like it. No, and like, I mean, if Texas and Oklahoma leave, obviously the Big Twelve won't be able to. I mean, maybe they will pull in some more teams, but I think without those two powers, I mean, we'll have Oklahoma State, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, uh-huh. TCU, Texas Tech. I don't know, that's just not enough, I think, to have a Power 5 conference. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like we would grab, like, some big teams, unless, like, SEC would throw us a bone and give us some some team. Doubtful. Um, but, yeah, it, it, I mean, the best we could probably do is, like, getting maybe North Dakota State to come and play in the Big 12. Houston and, and yeah. some of those other Big 12 or Texas teams. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Um, so, like, Basically, Texas and Oklahoma. uh, These companies are gonna want to invest in SEC play because that's the stuff that TV show like is SEC games. Those are the best teams, uh, and that's where the best athletes are gonna want to go. So then they can kind of get their money that way, and Texas and Oklahoma can be in the mix for those top teams in the SEC. That those, yeah. So that the recruits will go there, and then obviously, like SEC is more. Broadcasted Big 12, probably not. Is that probably the least televised stuff and least like? Uh, It's probably third. I'd say SEC, Big Ten, and then Big 12. Big 12 and ACC kind of on the same tier, I'd say. Okay. And then, I mean Pac 12. It's probably pretty similar to ACC and Big 12. Okay. Some teams, but not none of like the national powers. Yeah, I feel yeah. I didn't know whether, like, the Pac-12 would have a lot, or a big audience since it... I suppose covered USC. Like the USC, yeah. USC, Oregon, those are pretty big. Yeah. I mean, not... I don't really pay attention to them all that much, but not my conference, too. We're in the Midwest, so... Yeah. Which, but, it makes me feel, like, somewhat at ease. So, like, let's say the SEC gets all these teams. They're not going to get USC, Oregon. They won't get, like, Penn State, Michigan. Yeah. So, I mean... Notre Dame. I mean, those are still powers that will be in that huge conference, but it's just, like, what happens when all these good teams are in the SEC? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if SEC gets big enough, that could basically just take over the NCAA and then there's just a huge fucking league and, like, why do we even need college football playoffs or anything like that? Well, someone compared it, like, uh, in Europe, they had that soccer deal where all the good teams split off into their own deal. Mm-hmm. So, like, those teams won't weren't able to qualify for the World Cup or something. But they said it just pissed everyone off and made it a big clusterfuck. Yeah, and, like, no one wants... Well, do people still want to play for that league, or...? I don't... I'm not really familiar with the situation. I just heard something about it. So, like, the SEC, let's say they get all these teams. Let's say they get 16 to 20 teams. What if they just end up doing their own thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, you play a regular season. Do you think... Texas and Oklahoma moving to the SEC would piss off a lot of college football plan- or college football fans, and like, maybe they stop watching, not as invested, they're like, fuck this, like, I would think so, I think if they, like, if that happens, it's gonna ruin a lot of things, yeah. a lot of good things. Yeah, I agree, like, the power five is a good structure where, obviously SEC is overpowered, but I mean, they did it. They they did it themselves, like the head coaches and schools and stuff, so they made themselves good, but... Yeah. Like, as an Iowa State fan, where do you, what do you think happens if they do move to the SEC? Do you think we go to the Big Ten, Pac-12? Um, like, what would be the timeline of... They said in four years it would probably take. Okay. Yeah, we'd probably have to go to the Big Ten. And that's if they even want us too. Yeah. I mean, academically, that's a pretty prestigious conference. So is a pac twelve. I mean does Iowa State fit that mold or I, don't know. I would think so, but Well what else would be our option? The Mac or a small conference, and that would just ruin our athletic program, I think. For sure. Yeah, we everything we've built in the last couple of years would go down the shitter. Uh, uh, we'd be getting half the money we get now, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that would not be good. Uh. Let's hope everything just stays the same. I don't know. Do you think it will happen? I I think it's probably trending in that direction. It probably sport. will. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just a frustrating situation, I think, being, like, an Iowa State fan, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I'm sure the SEC fans are loving it. Do you think so? Well, some maybe. Some others probably not. Yeah. I mean, if you're a big, like, um, we're the big or we're the best conference in football, stuff like that. It, like maybe Bama fans, but if like I'm a Tennessee fan, I'm like, well, gonna get our shit rocked again this year or something. Yeah. And that's the thing, also. Uh, I, I kind of talked to you about the play style of the Big Twelve has become something like unique, like um, very good offenses, like different kinds of defenses where we built like a what is it three three five yeah uh, defense. And, um, I can't see I can't see any school from the big 12 going to a different conference and playing well, like because we're so used to that style of play, and like, yeah, we'll get like a bowl game on someone like, but like consistently going through the Big Ten or SEC, I don't think it fares very well. Yeah, it's kind of another tough deal. I think it depends on the team, obviously. like I think Oklahoma if they went to the Big Ten. They could run through it fairly easily, like they do in the Big Twelve. Yeah, SEC be different because you're facing you know Florida's, Alabama's, Georgia's. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll probably drop a few. They won't be you know making a playoff, I don't think. Yeah, we look at teams like Texas. They can't win in the Big Twelve right now. Yeah, and they're going to go to the SEC. Well, they're not going to win there. If they can't win in the Big Twelve. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. In... Well, I guess it would be a couple years down the road and stuff but I could see Texas like having a losing record first year in the SEC if a couple old teams went to Big Ten I could see them yeah getting shit stomped I don't know it's weird times not great not great uh you have anything else to add on it no I think we covered it pretty well you know just our opinions and yeah it's kind of like just a first reaction type stuff. Obviously, more information will come out because it's pretty big news. So, uh, The more that comes out, the more we'll talk about it. Uh, is is there anything else going on? I know we're doing this just a day ahead of the last episode. So I don't, not too much has happened, I don't think. I think some training camps are going on, but that's basically it. Not holding it. a lot of news there. No. Kind of a dead period right now. Finals just ending and yeah. I'm not watching baseball, that's for sure No, when's the NBA draft? Is that coming up? Yes But I don't remember when I think it's in August or something So yeah, that, uh, yeah that's something um, Olympics are going on, I guess I'm not sure in future episodes we'll touch up on those Yeah, for sure, for sure Alright, well let's get into the team previews then uh, First off, we're going to start with the team that won the NFC East last year The Washington football team Yes, they won the division uh, with a record of 7-9 and nine. Head coach Ron Rivera um, This is their offseason and kind of a Jumble. Uh losses Alex Smith, Ronald Darby, the cornerback, they added Ryan Fitzmagic, wide receiver Curtis Samuel, cornerback William Jackson, the third, linebacker David Mayo, and they drafted Jamin Davis, inside linebacker from Kentucky, number nineteen overall. Uh, in the second round they picked up Samuel Cosme, offensive tackle from Texas, and third round they got Diam Diami Brown, right? Uh, receiver, yeah, wide receiver from uh, North Carolina. I just want to make sure I was getting his name right. Uh, what did you think about that offseason, season, Reha? I thought they nailed it, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the only, I mean, quarterback situation. Yeah, let's just get into that right away. Uh, let's talk Fitzmagic. Uh, Haskins obviously didn't work out in Washington. A guy that went seventh overall two years ago. Seven? I I can't remember the yeah. exact pick, uh, but. They weren't in a good uh, draft position this year to grab one. Uh, Fitzpatrick has been a good filler, like, throughout his career and stuff like that. Can still play some pretty good ball. But should they have looked at, like, maybe Wentz or Darnold, like, as a trade option? Something like, look into the future? Because, obviously, Fitzpatrick isn't their future. And they've got a pretty good core team, like, pretty good roster, uh, head to toe. Do you think they should have went for Wentz or Sam Darnold? I... So, I mean, Wentz, I like Wentz a lot. He's a good quarterback. But I think their situation, you know, they're on the brink of being a damn good team. Yeah. They just didn't see anyone as their guy. So, I think signing Fitzpatrick, you know, maybe they get a year out of him just kind of to fill in the need. Then maybe next year there will be some more free agents or maybe they'll make a move in the draft. Okay. Trade up draft a quarterback next year. But, yeah, I agree with you. Like, he's definitely not the future. I think it's just kind of a – plug-and-play type guy for now. Yeah, what about uh, Taylor Heineke? He played pretty well uh, at the end of last year and then the first round of the playoffs. Should he get a look this year? I would think so, yeah. I mean, he played really well, I thought, like, given the situation he was in. Yeah. I know they ex- re- extended him like a two-year deal. Yeah, and they still got uh, Kyle Allen on roster, which... Rivera loves him for some reason. I guess so. I don't know what it is, but... It's not as on-field... Performance? No. He must be off the field. Yeah. Decent backup, but he's not a... Ain't no starter. Yeah. Not someone I'd carry around with me team for team. But, yeah. hey, Ron Rivera, pretty good coach. Didn't they trade, like, a third-round pick for him, too? Oh, did they? I think so. Oh, that's not great. Yeah. All right, let's talk a little bit um, about uh, Washington's weapons. They built a, a team that could be a force if... With the right QB under center. But part of that is its weapons. Uh, Can you grade these weapons based on just the overall um, names? You got Scary Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Adam Humphreys, Logan Thomas at tight end, and Antonio Gibson. How would you rate that? It's a good young core. I'd say, you know, I'd give it, grade wise, I'd give it like a B, B. Mm. But like McLaurin, he's a superstar in the making. I agree. Like he. He looks damn good when you watch him play. He's never really had a great quarterback either. Yeah. So, I mean, if you could, in the future, get a great quarterback, you know, that might put him over the hump, you know, be like a all-pro type player. And then Gibson, obviously a great rookie year last year. Yeah. I mean, he looked phenomenal, I thought. And what round did he get taken in? Because he went pretty under the radar, and I can't remember why we were high on him, but we just were and turned he's, out pretty well. He's a Memphis Went to Memphis, didn't he? Okay. I don't know if he's third round pick. That sounds right. It's third or fourth. Yeah. I knew a lot of people were hiding him in the draft. And he kind of fell. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm very big on Antonio Gibson going into this year, too, because I feel like he earned more trust, more reps uh, going into this season. And, um, and I mean, while we're talking about the uh, offensive weapons, not a bad O-line either. They still got Brandon Sheriff there. Um, they got... Oh, who's the dude that just got off? Bobby um, Massey. Um, it's not a bad O-line. Not great either. But I think... I definitely think these weapons will be able to be good if Ryan Fitzpatrick can be like... I don't know. Remember before Tua, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick was, just had the helms to the Dolphins and he was just lighting it up, like... Threw a couple of interceptions, but just chucking it down the field, Devontae Parker's like a top wide receiver to end the year, stuff like that. I think he could do that with Washington. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I could definitely see that. And then, like, guys like Curtis do they signed. I mean, I don't know if it's an underrated signing. Kind of is, I guess. But yeah. I think he's a great player. I mean, he's super dynamic and versatile. I mean, you can run him on the sweep. You can put him in the backfield. Yeah. He's a burner too. I mean, stretch the field out. I think he'll have a huge year playing alongside McLaurin. Yeah, I agree. And then Logan Thomas kind of came out of nowhere last year too, and he played uh, very well for not having like any expectations of him. So, yeah, I'm excited about their weapons. Hopefully if it it's magic and uh, get them the ball. And then this defense was very good last year, basically won them the division. Um, but they seem to only get better this offseason. Uh, what are your thoughts going in? going into this year on this defense, and, like, who will be the X factors for them to, like, maximize their ceiling. Obviously, it ends with Chase Young and, uh, is it Sweat? Yep, Montez Sweat. Yeah, both first-round picks. Great young players. But I'm really excited about that linebacker out of Kentucky they drafted, Davis. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about him, and they think, you know, he's a guy they can plug in and can be a machine tackling the ball. Yeah, and I was really happy when they took that. Yeah. Um, On draft night, because that was the one position they kind of need is linebackers. Like, this is their D-line. Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Darren Payne, and Montez Sweat. Pretty damn good. And then linebackers is Jamin Davis, John Bostick, and Cole Colacombe. Yeah. He's a good player, too. Is he? Mm -hmm. I don't remember him too much from last year. He's younger. I don't know if he's a second- or third-year guy. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, they... They improved on the secondary, too. They had Kendall Fuller and stuff like that. Still had Lane and Collins. But then they get a guy from Cincinnati, William Jackson the Third, that I think could really push this defense to the next level, too. Because now they have two really good corners along with a really good safety. So, I don't know. I think it's a scary defense. I do, too. And I think Collins, like, a lot of people are talking down on him, but I think he's still young. Mm-hmm. I think but, he'll have a great year. What is he, like, 27? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's... He can't be too old. Yeah. Which it seems like he's been in the league longer. I don't know why. Just. I don't know. Uh, All right. So, do you have anything else to add to the Washington football team, or can we uh, project these records? No, I'm just. I'm excited for them. They're by far my favorite team in that division. Okay. Maybe uh, all those Aaron Rodgers trade rumors. Maybe keep an eye out for that. Oh. I'd be pretty hyped for that. I'd be like, oh, shit. Football team. Yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> All right, uh, give me your projected record for the Washington football team. I'm going to go with... This is a tough one. It is. I'm going to go nine wins. Okay, nine... Damn it, that's what I was going to do. Uh, chances of winning the division? Uh, let's go 20%. 20%. All right, I'm going to go nine and eight. Also, but I'm going to give them 30% chance of winning the, the division. I think it might be a two headed race, but I've been wrong before on the show. You know what I mean? As if I. I projected the Jets to win eight games last year. Yeah, hey, and the <laughs> fucking Cowboys going to the Super Bowl last year. Well, speaking of the Cowboys, Here let's we go do them next. Uh, Dallas Cowboys finished the record or, uh, last season with six and 10 record. Head coach Mike McCarthy. Result? They were in the running for the division when it should have been a runaway. Let's just say that bluntly. Yeah. Uh, losses. They lost uh, woozy, their cornerback, and quarterback Andy Dalton. They added um, Terrell Basham, uh, edge rusher Cam Irving, offensive tackle, Keanu Neal, safety, and Kazi, safety. Both come from the Falcons, I believe. Uh, drafted number 12 overall, Micah Parsons, inside linebacker penn state second round they got kelvin joseph cornerback from kentucky and they spent three third round picks on defense so you think they were focused on defense this draft yes rightfully so uh before we get into defense let's talk about uh dak prescott he's coming off a gruesome injury and although he got his extension and people are saying like he looks the best that he did before maybe even better um are you confident Dak can lead this team So I think he can lead the team, but I wouldn't say I'm confident, Okay. if that makes sense. Yeah, obviously his injury is going to limit him uh, to mostly throwing. He wasn't too mobile anyway. Like He was a pretty good pocket passer, and he'd rush if he had to. Uh, That's what I kind of liked about Dak. Um, And before he got injured, I'm pretty sure he was on a record-setting pace for passing yards. He was fucking going off, but... Like, I think he might be still underrated going into the season. Like, I know the injury scares people and stuff, but I think he could still come out. He's got great weapons. Got a good back behind him. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, he's got the weapons to where he could easily come out and, I think, lead the league in passing. Mm Mm-hmm. But it also falls on how good his defense plays, too. Because, I mean, that's why he was getting all those yards last year's because you know, he was kind of forced to throw the ball. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> Elliott, you know, we saw last year he did not look good. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's talk a little bit more about the offense. If this offense gets healthy, how good, good could they be? Because, I mean, Zeke was severely disappointing after uh, the Prescott injury. They got Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Blake Jarwin late that receiving group, which is a pretty darn good group. Uh, and an O-line that seems to be diminishing, like, every single, every single year. Um, it's aging. It's kind of – Yeah. They were the top line, and they're still good, but – Tyron Smith is much older. Uh, Zach Martin, much older. They, uh, Fredericks retired. tired. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, how good could this offense be? I think they could be a top five offense in the league. Okay. Now, are you basing that off of, like, Dak, Zeke, like, Mike McCarthy's coaching system, or is it Kellen Moore? Well, it's a little bit of everything, but what I'm most worried about probably would be offensive line play and then Zeke. Okay. Because I think Prescott, you know, he can get his numbers if they're blocking for him. I'm not worried about the receivers, because that's a great receiving core. It's just if Zeke, you know, he declines even more. I mean, will we see more Tony Pollard this year? Cause he's I, kind of an exciting player, I think. Yeah, I think we will, just because it is a 17-game season. And um, I would hope that the Cowboys have uh, hopes to win this division, so they might want to ease back on Zeke's carries, get this dude that looks pretty darn good into the backfield more and get him so I don't know, five to eight carries a game would be good with me, right? Yeah, and catch some passes, you know, because he's a pretty good receiver. Yeah. He's, I don't know, but um, talking a little bit more about the receiving core, do you think CD Lamb passes Mari Cooper this year for like yards, targets, anything like that? I think he very well could, just like due to the fact Cooper's probably going to draw more of the attention on defense from defenses. Yeah. To at least start the year, and you know Lamb's a dynamic, exciting player, but I think the underrated guy there is Gallup. Okay. I mean, he's put up Good numbers consistently, but he just kind of gets overshadowed by everyone else. Yeah, wasn't it like two years ago where Michael Gallup actually went over a thousand yards? Yeah. No one was talking about it? Yeah, Uh, he's just so overshadowed. I mean, he's not as good as Cooper and Lamb, but I think he's a hell of a third option. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's talk a little bit about this defense. Uh, Cowboys have stunk on defense for multiple years now, Um, and it's on every level. Like, pass rush, pretty underwhelming. Linebackers play below what you think's capable, looking at the names. Uh, and then the secondary's absolutely been torched. Uh, with Michael Parsons getting drafted into that linebacker group, um, Cowboys getting some safety help and free agency, and obviously some young guys being asked to step up at cornerback like Trayvon Diggs and stuff. Uh, Kelvin Joseph, who they just drafted this year. Uh, will the Cowboys significantly improve this year? I don't so, Parsons, he arguably could be the best player in the draft from last year. Mm-hmm. But how many linebackers do you need? Like, they got – granted, Van Der Esch is hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith, he's had a good years, but he's kind of definitely underwhelming last year. So, Parsons is probably the best pick for him, even though I thought it was kind of weird because they have all these linebackers. Maybe they drafted it just – I mean, Leighton Van Esch, probably gone after this year. I think they paid Jalen Smith, so those two will probably be the cornerstones of the defense. Then, like, Michael Parsons is obviously expected to be the captain of that defense for years. So maybe that was kind of their thinking, like, we got a leader here getting, like, the best available person at number 10? No, 12. Sorry. Um, But, yeah, what about, like, secondary? Do you think they're making a step in the right direction? Yeah, I like those Atlanta safeties. They played really good football over the years when they're healthy yeah that's the thing that's just the only thing that worries me is their corner situation Diggs, he looked good last year but i mean who's gonna be their number two corner who's the number three like i don't even know who's on the roster right yeah. now yeah it's not great yeah. and then also uh deflorence i think had back surgery this offseason and he's still carrying around that big contract from when he led the league in sacks yeah that's you think that's that, like, after that year, he was pretty underwhelming in the sack department, but do you think that's just respect from other offenses, like double-teaming him and stuff? I'd say so, because the whole D-line is very underwhelming besides him. You know, he could have just been getting a lot of the attention. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I think they should have addressed more. Pass rush? Pass rush and run-stopping ability. Yeah. But, you know, maybe they'll have guys, young guys, that'll step up. Who knows? Yeah, I remember... Um well, they had Randy Gregory on the other side, and I think he's still starting for him and stuff like that. Then but didn't they like. Alden Smith, too, played decent oh, yeah. football. Yep. Um, didn't they add like two like, pretty big name D tackles? And um, like they. Bo? Yep. Or... That's exactly it. Yeah, they added those guys, and I, I don't think any of them played. No, I remember being excited about it, you know. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I think McCoy got hurt, like, either in training camp or preseason. I think he got released, and then. <laughs> Oh, i don't think he got hurt too didn't he he might have but yeah he never recovered from that either i don't know we'll have to see i don't think they'll stink as bad but i can't see them making a huge jump from last year to this year i think teams will still be able to put a lot of points on them um all right you have anything else to say about the cowboys we talked to brody uh last night and he's I didn't have him on just to uh we have a couple Cowboy listeners so I didn't want them to get completely torched. Yeah, we could torch them a little bit if you want. Go for it. Alright, the number one problem is Jerry Jones is the GM. Okay. Done. Fucking horrible. I agree. He just he's made good picks over the years but he's not building a team. I swear to God I think Cowboys waste the shit out of everyone's primes. Like didn't do anything during Tony Romo's, Des Bryant. That that offensive line was the best offensive line in football, and didn't even get to a conference championship or anything like that with fucking Zeke behind him too. Jesus Christ! I think they waste fucking careers. Yeah, like Jer- like I get Jerry makes good picks, but he doesn't pick the right guys, doesn't extend the right guys. Yeah, and then I think also his head coaches. He kept Garrett all those years, mm-hmm. clearly they should have moved on from him. And they hired McCarthy. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, they should have just hired Kellen Moore. Well, yeah, if they're going to keep him to run the offense, wow. which made no sense because McCarthy's an offensive guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's supposed to be like a quarterback dude. Like, he had Aaron, he had Far. Did he have Far? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So why keep an offensive coach when you're bringing in an offensive coach? That's what kind of – like that's just a recipe for disaster yeah. maybe they get a long rate I don't know but it's my opinion I guess well Mike McCarthy staying the night at uh, Jerry Jones' house <laughs> yeah you ever hear that deal so when they drafted Zach Martin the guard mm-hmm. I don't know if this is true but Jerry wanted to draft Johnny Manziel I did but his son is like no you gotta draft Martin yeah I heard that it's just picks like that Jerry does maybe it's not even Jerry should be credited with these picks maybe it should be his son yeah No kidding. Yeah, they... I don't know. How do you even go about telling Jerry to fuck off, let the people in the front office do it, and you're just the owner? I guess you can't. It's his team. I mean... Yeah. I guess he built the brand, so... That's very true, unfortunately. All right. (laughs) Enough bashing (laughs) them. Uh, Let's get to the projected record. What do you think the record's going to be for the Cowboys? I'm going to go... 11 wins. Wow. Yeah. All right. 11 and 6. You think they're going to be pretty competitive this year? Yeah, as much as I dislike them, I think their offense is too good to be a losing team. Okay. Uh, chances of winning the division? Uh, I'm going to go. Let's go 30%. 30%. Alright, Cowboys, I am probably going to go 9-8 again. I think it's going to be a two-head race for uh, between Washington and Dallas. I'm going to go... I'm going to give them an edge and go 35%. Just... I think they got the better player. Or maybe not even better players, just the better QB. And I think that could win a division for them. But... Yeah, nine and eight, nine and eight for first two teams. Let's get into the Giants. Uh, record last year six and ten. Head coach Joe Judge. Result in the running for a division. Come up uh, short on like the last week. I think they were still in the running. Um, this, oh sorry, uh, off-season moves. They lost linebacker David Mayo. Lost D tackle Dalvin Dalvin Tomlinson. Uh, lost offensive guard Kelvin, Kevin Kevin Zeidler. Uh, they added wide receiver Kenny Galladay, wide receiver John Ross, tight end Kyle Rudolph, and cornerback Adoree Jackson. Uh, drafted Kadarius Toney, wide receiver out of Florida, number 20. And second round, they got Aziz Aju- Aju- Ajulari. Oh, I'm not sure on that Outside record. linebacker from Georgia. Uh let's get right into it this seems like a make or break year for daniel jones whether he's going to be the franchise guy or not um did the giants do enough putting the pieces around him for him to succeed i would say so yes like you like his weapons like obviously you got barkley in the yeah. backfield what about their o-line o-line it's question mark but i do remember like they played super well at the end of last year Okay. Really improved. Yeah, they extended uh, Nate Solder. Solder and the off season, they picked uh, Andrew Thomas. Right. Yeah. Uh, last year in the draft. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the offense sh- or offensive line should be pretty good. Uh, what do you expect out of Jones this year? Um, I'm expecting it's an average year. I don't think he's going to wow anyone, but I don't think he's going to be a disappointment either. And I think a lot's going to do with my prediction of Barkley to have a breakout year coming back off the injury. Okay. Um, let's talk about that. Uh, Saquon Barkley seemed, said like he's unsure if he's going to be available week one uh, coming off an ACL tear. Um, you're saying he's going to have a breakout year? Oh, I think so. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit of fantasy about Barkley because he kind of scares me. Uh, what, where would you take him in, like, round one? So if he's going to play, you know, his injuries fully healed, week one he'll be there, I'd take him top three okay. easily, in my opinion. So he's going, like, um, so in some drafts, even in, like, late round one, like, obviously you have Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, and Derrick Henry um, all in, the, like, the top four and stuff. But then you got guys like Travis Kelsey, even, like, Tyree Kill, Devonte Adams, all those guys going in front of him too. Sometimes even Jonathan Taylor. Like, do you agree with that? I mean, yeah, it probably scares some people because of that injury. So you're saying uh, they're taking the safer thing, but yeah, like, yeah. If you want like a high risk, not high risk, but like a boom pick, you know. Yeah, like if you're gonna risk it all, I think he'd be the guy to take early. Okay, I like it. Um, what else about these offensive weapons? Because like they're pretty. They're pretty loaded at weapons. Um, are you high on guys like Kenny Galladay, uh, Darius Slayton, Evan Ingram? Yeah, I think Galladay—that's a good pick. I think he's a great player. But you also look—he had Stafford throwing the ball, and yeah, he put up great numbers, but he didn't really wow everyone. Yeah. But I am excited for Slayton. You know, I think he's a great player. I think having Galladay there is going to help him a lot. Yeah. You'll know, kind of see him break out a little more. And he did seem to be like Daniel Jones guy when. Those two were playing together. Uh, what about Evan Ingram? Are you willing to give him another shot? Because he's been basically disappointing in every year. That like, this is going to be Evan Ingram's year. He's not going to drop all these passes. Yeah, think, he ends up doing it. Yeah, and then his health too. I mean, he's hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he has the potential to be a great player, but he's just so like hit or miss, inconsistent. I think. Yeah, I agree. Is there any? Other, I guess they have um, Sterling Shepard still. They got. Uh, See who they drafted. Yeah, there uh, is Tony. They drafted him high, too. I didn't understand that pick at all either. I thought there was bigger needs. Yeah, then he, like even John Ross, that's kind of an interesting ad. Yeah, I bet they have something interesting for him. It might just be special teams, but. Yeah, because he was he's top 10 pick. Obviously, he did not perform in Cincinnati, but who does perform in Cincinnati? That's true. That is very true. All right. So Judge jo- Joe Judge has not been shy about getting guys in free agency and build building a quality defense um, that ended the season really good um, last year. Ended on a high note. Uh, what should this uh, defense accomplish this season? Because their D line consists of Dexter Lawrence, Danny Shelton, uh, Leonard Williams, linebackers Blake Martinez, Aziz Ajulari. I might have nailed that one. I think that was pretty good. Okay. I think he got it there. And then I think their secondary is incredible. At cornerbacks, they got James Bradbury, Logan Ryan, Dorkson, and their safeties are Jabril Peppers and then Xavier McKinney uh, coming up. Did he play last year or was he hurt? Didn't he tear his ACL or something in training camp? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he played his rookie year, so he's coming off. Bas- this is basically his rookie year and he was a really good talent too so what do you think about their defense going into this year no i agree with you i think their secondary is incredible i think adory jackson is such an underrated pick that no one talked about yeah i thought it was weird tennessee released him in the first place because he never really disappointed i mean he was always solid i thought mm-hmm. and he's a hell of an athlete yeah yeah i don't get it i mean now that secondary is filled with athletes with uh, mckinney and jabril peppers has always been good and yeah, I'm interested to see this defense. What do you think about Joe Judge? I like him. You know, he's got that coach under Saban, coach under Belichick. I know people under Belichick's always a question mark. I mean, mm-hmm. some are good, some aren't. But, you know, I think he's a great coach. I think they hired him for a reason. Yeah, and I think uh, obviously the end of last season, um, the team really came together. The offense was playing uh, pretty well defense was definitely playing significantly better um and i think joe judge has like like you know what's that one uh podcast where uh is it peter schrager does like with sean mcveigh yeah it's yeah i heard uh sean mcveigh has like a bunch of respect for joe judge and he thinks that the giants are going to be really good this year too and uh, it makes me think like am i kind of underrating the giants this year because looking at the team it's Weapons are great. Defense looks uh, pretty good. It kind of all just depends on maybe Daniel Jones and then Barkley's health. Is that just the deciding factor of this year? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, Jones especially because he's played okay, but, you know, not worthy of his top 10 pick status, you know? Yeah, he has spurts and then. Obviously, as a young QB, young QBs make stupid mistakes and stuff. <laughs> when, uh, he had that breakaway run, and then he tripped over his own feet. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. He's a very underrated athlete, too. Yeah. Um, all right. You have anything else to add uh, on the Giants? No. I think I'm excited for them. Mm-hmm. Washington's still my team in this division, but, you know, Giants are second. All right. Uh, Give me your your projected record for the Giants. I'm gonna go eight wins. All right. Eight nine chances of winning. You got 50% left. Uh, let's go. You can raise the other ones too if you want. Yeah, I'll go 20 for them. Okay. Then I'll probably raise the Cowboys. A bit. What do you want to raise them to? Like 45. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Or do you want to raise uh, Washington? I'll keep Cowboys. Okay. Uh, Giants, I'm going to go with the 7-10 record. Um, I, I do think they've improved. I don't think they put it all together, and maybe Daniel Jones isn't the guy. I don't know. I It's weird. I kind of got a feeling that he might be, but everything's pointing to him maybe not being the dude. So I'm going to... Play it safe on that one. What do I have? I have 65. So I got 35% left. I'm going to throw 25% on the Giants. Still like a team that could sneak up and take this, this division, but I'm not too as confident as the other two teams. And last but not least, we've got the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they finished worst in the division with a 4-11-1 record. Uh, their head coach is Nick Sirianni. Um, new head coach. He was the offensive coordinator for the Colts. Um, and this is their offseason uh, right now. Lost quarterback, Carson Wentz. Wide receiver, Deshaun Jackson. Wide receiver, Alshon Jeffrey. I don't know what I wrote there. Oh, possibly Ertz. Uh, is he going to get traded? You I don't know. Him? I've heard... Trade rumors about him, but you know nothing's really happened. So yeah, they added a uh, safety, Anthony Harris, running back, Carrion Johnson. They added a uh, backup quarterback, Joe Flacco, and edge rusher Ryan Kerrigan. Drafted Devontae Smith, wide receiver out of Alabama, number ten, and in the second round they got Landon Dickerson, center from Alabama. Uh, what did you think about their offseason? Eh, wasn't great. Uh, I thought they did well in the draft, though. Yeah. Yeah, definitely got the thin thing. Like, they needed a dude. No matter who it was, Devontae Smith ended up, or I think they traded up to get him. I it's in the same coaching tree. Well, I wonder if, like, the play or the play style was something that you were interested in, but I heard, like, disagreements with Doug Peterson is why he got fired. And they probably wanted the same style, just. They got the pieces for it. or Yeah. Um,. But yeah, off season's kind of underwhelming. But listen, they're two—they're two years away, or how many years from their Super Super Bowl run? Three years removed, four years, three or four? I think four. Uh, 2017, right? Anyway, uh, Philly took two pillars from that Super Bowl run out with Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson um, and Nick Foles. <laughs> yes. All right. Three pillars. Um, is this a rebuild now? Because it seems. I mean, they took Jalen Hurts second round last year. Uh, he ended up finishing the year as like the starter. Um, and just I. I don't know because they they have a pretty good line. All right. They still have um, Dillard. They still have Lane Johnson. Um, do they sell Jason Kelsey? Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good. Uh, line still they got a back that personally i think he's good obviously the weapons aren't there uh do you think this is a rebuild or are they kind of retooling around jalen hurts it seems like they're just retooling do i think they should go to a rebuild possibly Mm -hmm. probably but i mean they're keeping some of the key pieces like you know fletcher cox lane johnson uh kelsey and they're kind of just adding these younger players. But, like, the biggest question for me is Jalen Hurts. Like, mm-hmm. do you think he can get it done? He did. He he played pretty well. Um, that's also, like, going in the middle of the season and having, like... There's no scout for, like... Or scout uh, report for, like, how teams are going to handle you because they haven't seen you under under center. it's so, a like, huge question mark, I get Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know... If he's the dude, maybe they're just retooling to see if he's the dude. And then if he doesn't work out this year, it's going to be a rebuild. But like getting him, Devontae Smith, having Dallas Goddard, Jalen Rager, hopefully healthy, Um, and yeah, possibly even Zach Ertz there. Um, Do you think this offense could be successful with like Jalen Hurts if he doesn't completely suck? Yeah, I mean, they got some pieces there. Obviously, like you talk about the O-line. It's a good O-line. Sanders, you know, I'm high on Sanders too. I think he's a great back. And then the young receivers, I mean, for all we know, they could be good because they've had a lot of injuries. So it's hard to tell. I mean, you got a a Heisman winner. Jalen Rager didn't play at all his rookie year. Um, And then the offensive line last year was just destroyed by injuries. Like, I don't don't know if there was – a single person like that was supposed to be starting playing at all. So I don't know. It's a different offense from last year. So possibly Jalen Hurts goes from like being good last year to being really good this year with better things around him. I don't know. It's just kind of a mystery to me. This whole team. I and I, really... I, I'm not projecting that either. I'm just saying like it could happen. Yeah. No. Yeah. I get that. It's just it's one of those teams. It's just kind of the big question mark. All right, so Jalen Hurts is obviously a mobile quarterback. What could you see his career going like, like a Mitch Trubisky, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen? Like, where do you think his like his throwing um, skill is compared to those guys? And like maybe like, I don't know. I, it's tough. He's obviously not as athletic as Murray Jackson. If I can't throw as good of a ball as, like, Josh Allen, I don't know. He's kind of his own type of player. Like, I don't think we've really seen a quarterback like him before. Okay. he's kind of a bigger dude, but he's fast, strong, he's got a good arm, decent accuracy. He's kind of his own player, I think. Like, I really don't know who to compare him to. Okay. I like that. So you think he, he could honestly be pretty good in this league? Yeah, I do. I think he's just unique. Okay, I like it. Uh, Eagles still have some pieces on defense, um, although some are aged and now they're prime. But what do you think will make this defense respectful? Because they weren't good last year, but they still have, like, Darius Slay. Anthony Harris is a great addition um, in the secondary. Fletcher Cox, Derek Barnett, Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat. Like, what what should this defense look like this year? I think they should be, like, middle of the pack in the NFL, you know. Somewhere like 12 to 18, I'd say, somewhere in there. Because Slay's a great corner. Mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox, obviously, is one of the best D tackles in the game. But it's just kind of the age for me. It's yeah. an aging defense. Yeah, I think they should have moved away from, like, Derek Barnett and Brandon Graham. Yeah, that's why I kind of think it's a perfect time to start a rebuild. You know, they could trade away some of these players to contenders. Yeah. Start building some draft capital, but, you know, maybe they think they have something there. Maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they do. Uh, you have anything else to say about the Eagles? No, nope, just, uh, I don't know. It's a big question mark. It would be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, all right, so you got 20% for the Giants, 45% for the Cowboys, and 20% for uh, the Washington football team, which leaves you with 15%. You good with that? Yep. All right, what's their projected record? I'm going to go with five wins. Alright, five and twelve. Alright, and then mine I had twenty-five percent for the Giants, thirty-five percent for the Cowboys. I'm going for 60 and then alright, so I'm at for the Giants. Or for the Eagles. I like that. And I'm gonna do a record. I'm not very high on them. And I don't think the defense will be that great either. It's too old. Yeah. Well, they yeah, they got four wins last year too, so. And I think the I think this division has gotten better. Obviously, Dak Prescott coming back helped. But then Washington has a more – it's hard to say that Fitzpatrick's a more consistent quarterback, but he is uh, compared to what they had last year. Um, I think Giants built pretty good in the draft and free agency. So, yeah, I think it's going to be better, and Eagles only got worse. I would agree with that. Yeah, so I I might have overshot it too with giving them four wins like – they could be in the running for whoever, whoever's number one next year. Yeah, he very well could be. All right, so let's talk a little bit of fantasy um, to end the episode. Rank these NFC East quarterbacks on who you would take in fantasy. All right, Daniel Jones, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts. Oh, um, Dak first. Okay, I would say uh, second. If Fitzpatrick's the guy all year, I'd probably go Fitzpatrick second. Yeah. Even with like Jalen Hurts like rushing upside? Yeah, I just think Fitzpatrick, you know, he throws a lot of picks, but he pushes the ball downfield. Kind of a, a lot of big plays of him playing, it seems like. Yeah, and he's got better weapons too. So all right, and then third Daniel Jones. Jalen Hurts has laughed for you? Yes. Oh. And that's because of the weapons around Jones, I think, are extremely better than what Hurts has I okay. don't Yeah I don't I'd probably go Dak Prescott Jalen Hurts just for his rushing upside I think um, He might have to throw it a lot Because I don't know if too many of his guys Will get open either um, Then I'm probably going Fitzpatrick Daniel Jones I'm not I don't know if Daniel Jones will get it done I don't know if he could get it to Kenny Galladay and stuff like that, but um, and if Saquon Barkley comes back super, uh, just super uh, good, then um, they might just be handing the ball off a lot. All right, running backs—you got Saquon Barkley, you got Antonio Gibson, you got Miles Sanders, and you got Zeke Elliott. That's a really good. Oh, that is—that's a damn good backfield. Yeah. Well. I'm going to go on Saquon first. All right. Zeke second. Gibson third. Sanders fourth. Okay. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's weird for me to say Sanders fourth because, like you, I'm pretty high on him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably uh, put Sanders fourth too. That's just a really good division for running backs. Um, Barkley would probably be first for me too. Uh, Zeke will probably go ahead of Antonio Gibson. But I would be good skipping over Zeke and, like, getting Antonio Gibson in the second round instead of getting Zeke in the first round, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get that. I'm I'm pretty high on Gibson, so, yeah. All right, wide receiver number ones. Amari Cooper, Cooper Terry McLaurin, Devontae Smith, Kenny Galladay. That's a tough one, too. Yeah. I think I'm going to go McLaurin one. I respect him. Cooper, second, Galladay, third, and then Smith, fourth. I'm, yeah, that would be the same way for me. All right, last one, tight ends. Logan Thomas, Blake Jarwin, Dallas Goddard, Evan Ingram. That's a hard one. <laughs> um, All pretty, like, decent middle-of-the-pack, like, streaming options if you're in fantasy. Yeah, I think I'll go Goddard, one. Okay. Because I think he'll get a lot of targets because I think Hurts is going to be – going to be a lot for him to take in. I think he'll kind of be a safety blanket. Maybe get a lot of targets. And then let's go Ingram to Thomas third, Jarwin fourth. Okay. I'd probably go Goddard first. I might go Logan Thomas second. I like what he showed last year. And third Evan Ingram, Blake Jarwin. Although I heard um, Cowboys are pretty high on Blake Jarwin. Did he have a season-ending injury last year? It sounds right. Or was that Dalton Schultz? I can't remember for sure. I can't either. But Jarwin's a guy, you know, like, they have all those good receivers. He could be left open a lot, get a lot of targets. Yeah, just a little checkdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look out for that, people in your PPR leagues. Dalton Schultz. Um, but, yeah, good episode. Uh, thank you, Cole, for coming into the studio and doing this episode. I know it's the worst division in football, but. It was fun. Hey, gotta we got to show them some love and do some team previews on them. Do we know any people that... Oh, Bayer, Cowboys fan. Emmett's a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Is anyone a Washington fan? Not that I can think of, no. Eagles? I can't think of any Eagles fans either. Giants? None of those. Everyone's just a Giants fan when they beat the Patriots yeah. in the Super Bowl. <laughs> there are a lot of Cowboys fans out there, though. it seems like. Oh, uh... Spencer back. Yep. Yeah. Well, so we know a couple. Mm-hmm. That was the team we <laughs> went the hardest on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming in, and thank you guys for listening. Uh Next episode will be the NFC North. We'll be talking Packers, Vikings, Bears, and Lions. Ah, setting you up for a... Uh, Wizard of Oz joke hoping you'd say oh my oh I'm not a big Wizard of Oz type of guy well neither am I I'm setting you up for a joke (laughs) alright thank you guys for listening remember we're available on Apple Podcasts Amazon Music Spotify remember to share um, subscribe give us that five star review follow us on Twitter and Instagram you guys know the deal Rhea you got anything to say to him? nope just tune in to the next episode hell yeah alright see you guys